Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening and welcome to In the Kitchen with Courtney and Carrie. This is Sunday, June the 5th, 2022. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. We will be cooking uh, beef stroganoff tonight, and it's a fairly quick and easy uh, beef stroganoff recipe. And I know I have one person cooking along with us. So if, you know, you're cooking along, that is great. Be sure to, um, you know, if you have questions, just raise your hand and we'll go over those commands in just a moment. If you would like to get in touch with any of the cooks on ACB, you can send us an email to acbcooks at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to our listserv. And to do that, you send an email to acbcooks plus sign subscribe at groups.io. All that information I just gave you is in the description of the call. that you logged in with today. So you can find that there and I will go over that again at the end of the call. Also, um, please remember this call is being recorded just for your safety and security. And please be, um, we wanna keep this room safe, welcoming and respectful. So I'm gonna hand it over to Kayla for her to go over the commands on how to participate and then we'll get started. Kayla, go ahead. Awesome, thank you, Courtney. Um, so this call is being recorded and for safety and security. You will have to navigate to the got it button and accept. All of the following commands are a toggle. For a PC, to raise your hand, it is Alt-Y. To mute and unmute, it is Alt-A. On a Mac, to raise your hand, it is Option-Y. To mute and unmute it is Command-Shift-A. Sorry, on a smartphone or tablet, your raised hand is going to be on the bottom left-hand corner. To to unmute, or I mean, to raise your hand, it's going to be under the More tab in the lower right-hand corner. On a touch phone, tone phone, to raise your hand, it is star nine, and to mute and unmute, it is star six. Back to you, Courtney. All right. Thank you, Kayla. And one other thing I failed to mention, I will be using my Echo device to set timers. So if you have an Echo device in your room where you are, you might want to hit the mute button um, to keep yours from going off. All right. So first to get started, I have a pot of salted water on my stove that I have just turned on. We're going to let that get started um, and get heated up and get started with a boil, and then we will start the pasta. And let me go over the list of ingredients. Excuse me. I recommended, uh, well, the ingredients are one pound of steak of your choice, a cut of your choice. I'm using round steak tonight. Uh, You want that sliced very thinly. I'll go over how I do that in just a moment. Um, One medium onion sliced thinly slice a package of sliced mushrooms either fresh or you could use uh, the can or jarred variety if you would like Uh, two cans of cream of mushroom soup one 16 ounce carton of sour cream and one package of egg noodles cooked as directed Uh, I will say that tonight I will be making 
all of my food tonight will be made gluten-free um, because of dietary restrictions. We have to do gluten-free as much as possible. But this can be done with you know, regular ingredients. All right. So what I do to slice my steak, again, I have round steak and I've got my skillet heating up here. So, um, so the round steak, it comes, um, it's a pretty big piece of steak. It, it, you know, it's very wide and long. And I open up my package of steak and I take the steak out and I lay it on my cutting board. And I lay the long end going from, uh, from six, from three o'clock to nine o'clock. And so my short sides of the steak are from um, 12 to six. And I just cut straight down from 12 to six to cut this piece of steak in half. Then I place one half off to the side and the other half I take and I flip it one quarter turn on my cutting board and I slice it by, uh, vertically again, from 12 to six. So that is about, each piece of that is probably about mm, one and a half to two inches wide. Then I take those two pieces and I turn it back one quarter turn and I start slicing my steak very thinly. And each um, piece of steak is about a quarter of an inch wide. So I do that for all of my steak and then I just toss it in a bowl and then I season it with my salt, pepper and garlic powder and mix that around and get try to get each piece coated thoroughly. All right. And in previous calls, we've talked about how to slice an onion and if someone needs information on how I do that, just, um, when it comes time for questions, just raise your hand. I'll be happy to answer that for you. All right. One ingredient I, I did fail to list was uh, about a tablespoon of some type of fat, whether it's oil, uh, butter, margarine, shortening, olive oil, you know, whatever type of oil you want to use. Uh, you want to put that in your pan. And I, tonight, again, I love my 16-inch electric skillet. That's what I use most of the time now. So I've got that heated up to about 350 degrees and I put my oil in there and it should be good and hot. Let's just check and see here. I'm gonna grab a piece of my steak and toss it in there. Yeah, it's sizzling just a little bit. Yeah, there we go. So now I am just going to kind of sprinkle my sliced beef in my skillet. Just kind of, when I say sprinkle, I just want to Spread it out a little bit so it's not all piled up on top of each other and it's not cooking well. And you want to cook this for about five to eight minutes. I'm going to go ahead and set my timer. Alexa, start five minute timer. And in five minutes, you know, I'll kind of check it to, you know, just feel of it with my spoon just to see you know the, if it if it feels done um again I, I've been cooking for over 30 years so I kind of after you cook that long you you know by texture and feel if your meat is done and even after five minutes if it's not done it's going to continue to cook more 
because we're going to saute the onions and the mushrooms. Excuse me while I wash my hands. Because I've been dealing with raw meat, I am washing my hands thoroughly with soap and water. Just um, again, we want to be safe in the kitchen. And part of that is keeping clean hands. All right, Kayla, do we have any raised hands at this time? Not at this time. All right. All right, so we're gonna let that saute and I'm gonna kind of stir it around a little bit. And in that five minutes, you know, I'm gonna stir it several times just to kind of evenly distribute the meat and get it kind of flipped a little bit um, so it's browning on all sides. And when I cut my meat to this, this week, about a quarter of an inch, um, it's usually done um, within five minutes or so. Right. So, Courtney, this is Carrie. Yes, ma'am. So, you know, a tip I learned a long time ago about cutting meat, um, especially steak, um, and especially when you're trying to do those thin strips and trying to get it even, is mm -hmm. a trick I was told was to, and I have used that method several times, is when you take it out of the refrigerator, put it in the freezer for just 30 minutes, and it firms it up just a little bit, but not frozen. And so right. if you're, if you're, you know, struggling with your knife cuts, having that firmed up just a little bit by the freezer really helps you uh, develop good straight cuts. Yes, that is one tip I have not done because I never think of it in time to put it in the freezer to get it, to get it you know, kind of firm it up a little bit. Um, you know, about the only time it happens is when... I, you know, it's not completely thawed and I'm ready for it. So, you know, that's about the only time I, I cut it when it's, you know, partially frozen. All right. So I'm going to my water is getting almost to a boil here. And so I'm opening up my pasta. Again, as I stated um, when we started the call, the um, I'm cooking gluten free. And so I have not found any gluten free egg noodles as of yet, they may be out there and I just haven't found them. So I'm using penne pasta. And you can use, you know, any kind of pasta you want as far as I, you know. To me, pasta is pasta is pasta. Uh, I know there's some that will disagree with me on that, but um, I just, I like all kinds of pasta. You can tell that by looking at me. So, move on. And also to not just to go along with the meal, I'm doing some um, some buttered toast. So I've already got my bread buttered and ready to go in the oven. And I'll put that in there once I put my pasta on the cook. And it'll take about that same amount of time. I'm just cooking the toast at 350 degrees for, you know, 10 to 12 minutes. And I'll probably just turn the oven off and let that sit in there until dinner is ready to be served. All right, do we have any questions? All right, Harvey, how are you coming along? I know you're cooking along with me today. 
I am cooking along. Yes, as I said, I already, uh, you said to prepare the noodles ahead of time. So I kind of got a head start on that. I'm browning the meat right now with the salt and pepper and garlic powder. And um, I'm cheating a little bit. I'm going to have frozen, uh, well, not frozen, but like pre-sliced onions and pre-sliced mushrooms. And I have to go look. I didn't realize that I think uh, we needed two cans of cream of mushroom soup. I know I have one, so I hope I have the second can. So um, otherwise, I'm uh, just listening to you and, you know, getting everything ready here. So right. and I like the idea like of the, uh, buttered stop. toast as well, along with the uh, food. So, Right. Yeah. Um, just out of curiosity, what steak did you use, Herbie? What kind of steak? This is Diane, oh, by the way. Okay. So I do think we're supposed to raise our hands in these calls. Oh, sorry. Guys. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, I'm playing facilitator. I apologize. Um, I am actually using ribeye for this because that's our favorite steak anyway. So I decided, well, let's try ribeye and stroganoff. We'll see how it works. I might Thanks. use round steak next time. We'll see. I'll raise I'll, my uh, hand next time. I just wanted to be no, sure. No, that's okay. Me. No, that, that, that's okay. I, yeah. Um, I don't want to trump Courtney. That's all. Um, but yeah, I'm actually trying ribeye for this one and because that's our favorite steak and then we find it flavors well. Um, I have used round steak though for um, recipes in the past as well. So that does turn out really good. And um, New York strip does good. London broil also doesn't do half bad either if you want a, a more a really lean like steak or whatever. So this is some of my recommend things I've done for beef recipes in the past. This has been a long time since I ever made a stroganoff though, so. All right, so the timer went off on our beef and I'm just, it doesn't feel like it's quite done yet, but I'm gonna go ahead. Um, and if you want to, you know, once your meat is done, if you want to, you know, drain it on a, um, you know, on a paper plate or in a colander or something, you can do that. Uh, I just, I don't because that's just one more dish that has to be washed. So, um, and I don't use that much oil anyway. All right. So, all right. So I've already sliced my onions. Um, I thought about using frozen onions today, but sometimes I just, I just want to do the slicing. So, um, so while playing with knives, you know, um, I enjoy that sometimes in the kitchen. So, so I just sliced up. I had two small Vidalia onions, and so I just sliced those up. Um, and again, the slices of the onions are about the same size um, as the, the meat. So it's about a quarter inch slice. All right. I'm trying to separate that out, but I think it'll separate out once I start stirring it. Okay, so I've got that in there. I'm just going to quickly rinse my hands. I've been playing with onions and it's kind of sticky. Um, Vidalias are a sweet onion. And so they tend to be a little sticky. So I'm just mixing my onions in with my beef now and letting those do a saute. And I'm going to do that for about five minutes and then I'll toss in my mushrooms. 
So let me set a five minute timer. Alexa, start five minute timer. And while Harvey was talking about the different types of beef that he uses, uh, our water started boiling and I jumped in my pasta and put my toast in the oven. All right. And just because I have it and because I can, I'm going to put in some um, minced garlic. So we love garlic in our house. Um, you won't see any vampires hanging around our house. And so I will buy it by a jar from, uh, I get it from Walmart, and it's a 32 ounce jar and it lasts quite a long time. So I'm putting, again, my sister, we love garlic. So I put about two tablespoons of garlic in, in my dish. And I'm just gonna mix that in along with my onions and beef. Hey, Courtney, you do have a hand. All right, who do we have, Kayla? Herbie. All right, Herbie. So I love the garlic idea, and I just wanted to mention something, and I haven't looked yet to see if it's in Walmart or whatever, but I, um, if you shop Amazon Fresh, one thing they have is already peeled garlic cloves, and so you just, they come in like these little packages, and you take out the um, cloves, and you put them in your mincer, and you, you know, mince it over wherever, and it turns out to really good, so you have that regular garlic taste, because, you know, Regular garlic tastes a little bit different to me than the stuff in the jar does. So I thought I'd mention that. Thank you, Harvey. I have, have not seen the, um, that in my store, but again, I make my grocery list and I have um, family who goes to the store for me and they get what I need. So it may be there and I just don't know it. So I'm gonna have to look into that. Thank you. Kayla, do we have any more hands? Not at this time. All right. So just again, I'm just stirring my, my beef so I, because I don't want my garlic and onions to burn. So I'm just stirring that some. And if you want to use ground beef in this, you can. Um, you know, it's whatever type of beef you want to use. And if you can't eat beef or don't like beef for some reason, um, you can also use chicken. This recipe that when I found it, it was originally for chicken stroganoff. And that's just as yummy as beef if you've never tried the chicken before. So, all right, I'm gonna check my pasta here. It looks like it's coming along nicely. All right, so I'm going to turn this over to Herbie for just a few minutes and let him tell what he's going to be cooking on his call on Tuesday. Herbie, if you don't mind doing that. Not at all. I do apologize, folks. I'm on my Bluetooth here, so the quality is not the greatest. But this Tuesday, we are going to be doing easy garlic chicken and mac and cheese. And uh, we will be cutting corners a little bit. It will be the boxed mac and cheese um you know because that's what i'm most familiar with and how to make but uh, the easy garlic chicken well it's actually just it is what it sounds like easy garlic chicken so if uh, you uh, like chicken and garlic and a little bit of breadcrumbs then 
I hope you will join me on Tuesday for that. And also check out the Herbie's Cooking Corner playlist on YouTube. You will find it there. I um, have posted all my, uh, not all my calls, I am still behind in a lot of them, but there's quite a few calls that are posted there. And I am rattling around folks because Courtney made the garlic sound like such a good idea that I am in the process of doing that. So I am cooking along with her. And uh, I made a stroganoff recipe once long, a long time ago that my ex-girlfriend's mom had. And one of the things it called for, and I'm not, not going to put it in this because I don't think Chanel would be too happy with me, is a cayenne pepper. So, Ooh, that, that, I hadn't thought about that. Yep. I am giving it a little bit of spice. I might have to spice mine up a little bit tonight. We like some spicy food. Thanks for that idea, Kirby. Not a problem, not a problem, not a problem. Alexa, um, stop. And go ahead, Herbie. Real quick, I'll just go ahead and mention um, that next week we're going to make donuts. So, on my cooking call. So, um, quite a variety of uh, stuff. So, that's what's planned out for the next couple of weeks and uh, that is Tuesday morning at 9 central 8 not more well, 10 uh, 10 eastern and um 11 uh, eastern atlantic 7 uh, pacific I'm just mixed up in all my time zones right now but uh, it, it'll be listed nine, on the schedule yes yeah so if you're not subscribed to our daily email uh, be sure to do that. Just send an email to community at acb.org and let them know that you would like to be added to the community email list. And be sure to put your um, email address in the body of the email. That way they don't have to go fishing for it. So, exactly. All right. So the timer went off for our onions. So now I'm going to, um, I've already washed my mushrooms. So I'm going to just sprinkle those. And, and then we're going to put this on another like five minute timer. And then we will add the soup. And it shouldn't be too long until our pasta should be done. We have about three minutes left on our pasta and our toast. And we will be done with that. All right. So now I'm just. Mixing in my mushrooms with my beef and onions and garlic. And when I cook, um, you know, like this recipe, this is one that we really enjoy. And so I have doubled the recipe for us so that we can eat on it for several, several days. And I don't have to cook for several days. So, um, the only thing that I might have to cook is more pasta. I didn't double that just because I, I like to cook my pasta when you eat my pasta when it's just been cooked. I'm a little weird that way. Well, Courtney, you your dish sounds like it's coming along awesome. It's I'm sure it smells delicious at your house. Oh, yes, it does. It does. It does. <laughs> I'm just so glad I don't have my windows up and the neighbors coming down. 
wanting dinner. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, I love a, beef, a good beef stroganoff. I mean, when I heard this, I was so excited. And, um, you know, at this stage in my in the recipe that I use, it's very similar to yours. In fact, identical. But about this stage, I add a half a cup of good quality red wine. And it just has, it gives a body and a depth to the meat and to the mushrooms. But if you're not an alcoholic drinker, that's fine. You don't have to add the red wine, but it does add just a little bit of depth. And the rule of thumb is if you can drink it, you can eat it, you know? So um, if you enjoy the taste of it, you'll enjoy the taste in your stroganoff. And, you know, if you are not, um, you know, do not drink alcohol or can't for some reason, you can also use um, chicken, not chicken, beef broth. Absolutely. Like that. Um, all right, Kayla, do we have any raised hands? Not at this time. Okay. Alexa, stop. All right, that's to let us know that our pasta is ready. And I, it was starting to feel like it was ready before the timer went off. So kind of just about right. All right, so I'm going to turn this eye off. I almost forgot to. Turned my oven off so my bread wouldn't burn. I almost forgot to turn my stove off. All right, so some people, you know, wonder, okay, what's the best way to drain pasta or, or vegetables? And I'll tell you how I drain mine. So I have a, um, a strainer, it's a plastic type strainer that I set in my sink. And I set it in the closest to the front, left-hand corner, um, you know, closest to me. And I just take my pot over to the sink and I line it up with that strainer. And then I take that pot and I flip it away from me, gently flipping, of course. And I just dump that pasta right there in that strainer. And this is a kind of a heavy duty plastic. So then I'll just, to keep us from Forgetting that the pasta's in there and then washing our hands over the pasta. I just pick up the strainer and I just set it into the pot and then set my pot back on the stove. My eye, again, yes, it's hot, but it's not on. But it, it'll be okay. All right. So pasta's done. The toast is done. While we're waiting on the mushrooms to finish there, I'm going to go ahead and get my toast out of the oven here. And I use an old standby that my grandmother used to use. Um, we had hamburgers earlier in the week, had leftover hamburger buns. That's our toast for tonight. All right. So do we have any questions at this time, Kayla? Questions, comments? Not at this time. All right. So Carrie, do you know what you will be cooking for us next week? Well, I'm really contemplating and I'm thinking about doing either steak or chicken kebabs on a bed of rice and either grilling them in the, on my grill here in the house or doing outdoors. Haven't decided all the details, but that's where I'm kind of leaning towards. That sounds yummy. And of course, to me, uh, 
people, you know, especially people up north think I'm crazy when I say, I think grilling is something can be done all year long. Um, I, now, I don't do it very often. I'm trying to work up my courage to do that and working with a friend and hoping one day that he and his wife can join us and we can do a live call where we talk about grilling. Because he, in my opinion, is a master griller. So, and he does smoke um, some of his own meat. So I'm hoping to get him on one night to talk about that. Oh, that'd be um, delicious. Wouldn't it? Smoked meats. Uh. Yeah. All right. So I know my timer is almost up. So I have, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to empty my soup into my skillet and find my scraper. There we go. And Courtney, when you get the opportunity, Herbie has his hand raised. All right, go ahead, Herbie. Herbie. I just want to say that I, first of all, Carrie, I love the idea of next week's call, the steak kebabs, or if you do chicken, that's fine too, over the rice. I've done kebabs a long time ago, but um, that definitely sounds really good. And I also definitely, Courtney, love the idea of the smoked meat call. So um, you're guaranteed at least uh, one listener for uh, those two calls. So there you go. All right. Well, you know, it may be one of those things. If I can't get him here in person to do it, I might just say, just join me on the call <laughs> from your house. All right. So I've dumped those two cans of soup in there. And when you're doing this, if you decide, I may have mentioned this earlier. Uh, so forgive me if I did. When you're doing the chicken stroganoff, you can use cream of chicken soup if you want to. Or you can use one can of cream of chicken, one can of cream of mushroom. Um, celery, cream of onion. I haven't thought about it. I just now thought about doing cream of onion. Now that would be really good too. So I'm just mixing that soup in really well. My skillet is unlevel. And once I get this mixed in thoroughly, then what I will do is I will unplug my skillet just to turn off that heat. And then I will add my sour cream and mix that in and it will be done. We will be ready to eat. So this is a, you know, a very quick meal to do. If you are a frugal shopper, then when you see meat on sale, like your beef or you know your steaks stock up on those and stick them in the freezer and you know it again kind of plan ahead and before you freeze them maybe go ahead and slice them you, you know slice your steak up for stroganoff or even um, fajitas or stir fry you can do that with chicken and pork as well you know just cut them into the thin strips and them in baggies enough for a meal for you and your family or for a few meals for you and your family and you've got that work done and in the morning before you go to work or go out for play you can or the night before just set that out and let it thaw in the refrigerator 
And if you, you know, buy, go ahead and buy the pre-sliced peppers and onions, then, you know, you can have dinner on the table in, you know, if you're doing a stir fry or fajitas in 30 minutes or less. If all the prep work is done, you can get it done in about 15 minutes. So, all right, if do we you have, have any? Hand. All right, who do we have? Penny, you may unmute. Penny? Penny? Yep. Hey, Courtney, good evening. Uh, beautiful recipe. Thank you very much. Um, welcome. I guess uh, I'm, I'm from up north. I'm originally in Chicago, and I guess I'm a little bit crazy, like you said, because one of my traditions, even living in Chicago with the snow and ice, I'd bring in the new year at midnight with my grill lit and my meat on, and I would barbecue at midnight on New Year's Eve in Chicago with the snow and ice and cold and everything else. I've always done that. So I love barbecuing all year round. Yes. And, you know, I'm, I'm again, I don't grill often, but if I've got the, the fire going on the grill, I want to have a lot of stuff to go on that fire and and grill it. So, you know, hamburgers, hot dogs, uh, smoked sausages, um, or even some chicken. Yeah, when you want grilled meat, man, it, to me, it doesn't matter the time of year. You want grilled meat, and that's just the bottom line. Exactly. And I like my charcoal grill. I don't like the gas grill. Um, I, that, that's just my preference. I just like that charred. They, uh, taste. they they make they make grass gas grills. I didn't know that. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. I'm, I was I'm like, Kenny, where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, I'm being facetious. So I'm okay. a charcoal person. I don't even I don't even think gas is grilling. You you can do that in the house. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I you know and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean I use my George Foreman grill quite a bit inside um when i just don't want to go out in the heat and fire up that grill so all right thanks kenny now, thank right. you great recipe courtney thank you all right so um i just unplugged my skillet and uh scooped in my sour cream and so now i'm just stirring everything together and dinner's ready. If you want to sprinkle some parsley on top of this, you can do that. Um, if you want to add any other seasonings, you can do that as well. All right, so I've got that mixed in thoroughly. And now it's just time to serve it up. I will do that soon. All right, how are we on time, Kayla? It is 34 after the hour. And okay. Kenny has his hand raised again, I believe. I, I thought I okay. lowered it, but if not, I will do that now. Okay. All right, Kenny, did you have another question or comment? Okay. All right. Are there any other, okay. does anyone else yeah. have questions or comments? Diane has no, I'm sorry. Raised? I just did not. I just okay, did not lower my hand. I'm sorry. Okay, thanks, Kenny. All right, um, Diane. Did you um, did you dump the noodles in, mix the noodles in with the other stuff yet, or? 
How do you do that? I did not. I like to, no, you can if you want to. I like to put my pasta in a bowl and then spoon my stroganoff mixture over the pasta. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, but okay. yeah, I, if, and usually depending on how much pasta and stroganoff we have left, afterwards when we're emptying up the dishes and the leftovers, We'll just put throw it all in the bowl together. But to uh-huh. start out, I usually just you know put some pasta in the bottom of my bowl and then um, add the stroganoff on top of that. Oh, okay. But good question. Good question. Thank uh-huh. you. Uh-huh. But again, uh, you know, if that's if you want to add your pasta to the mixture, that is that is fine. That is totally up to you. Totally Your sounds like a great idea, though. That sounds. Oh, I I can't wait to make this. Sounds really good. All right. Well, let us know what you think. Um, if you try any of our recipes for the first time uh, and you enjoy them, or even if you don't, let us know. That way, you know, we kind of have an idea uh, of what you like. So, all right. Thanks, Diane. You're welcome. Okay. Kayla, do we have any other hands? Yep. Tori is up next. Hey, hey Tori. Hello. Um, I don't have a question. I just have a quick comment. You're not weird for preferring your pasta when it's just been cooked and not really liking it reheated or anything because I'm the same. Yeah, I, it's, I don't know. It's a texture thing for me. Yeah, it, it goes all funny if it's been, and, yeah. You know, gluten-free pasta, It's it has a, a bit of a different texture anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you I have, have to, to get used to it, but um so I have to have um, some specific types of pasta, too, because a lot of the pastas have egg. Right. Uh, so it's some of the ones like the gluten free pastas that I end up having, too. Um, mm-hmm. So they're they're nice if you have them fresh, but reheated. I mean, even regular pasta goes a bit rubbery when you reheat it sometimes. But the the we'll call them specialist pastas are even worse for going right yeah Yeah. and I will say um, if you don't have to eat gluten-free for you know dietary reasons don't (laughs) 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 one uh, you know um, you have to do a lot from scratch and I don't mind cooking from scratch that that I don't mind Um, but it's quite a bit more expensive on some things and then there's just such of a texture difference. You know, we've gotten so used to the, the white fluffy breads and, and the pastas and things like that. But when you start cooking gluten-free, it's a whole new ball game in cooking. Oh, yeah. And um, you have to kind of relearn some things and go back to the way <laughs> our ancestors used to cook. And um, yeah, so I, I cook dairy and egg free, but I I only go gluten free if it's my only way of having the thing because of the dairy the dairy and eggs. Right. Um, thankfully, that's not an issue with a lot of products. But th- something like pasta, the easiest way to get pasta um, with it not being not having egg is the gluten free pasta. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So if you don't have any special dietary restrictions. Eat the normal eat, food. Eat, eat the normal food, <laughs> right, right. But if you're having some health issues, you know, um, I, I recommend going gluten-free 
if you're having health issues and just see what a difference that makes. It, you would be surprised. So we won't get off on that subject on the cooking call. We'll, oh, we'll I just wanted to you tell you you're not weird. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Tori. All right, Kayla, do we have any other hands? Not at this time. All right. Well, since we don't have any other hands, Carrie or Harvey, do y'all have anything that you would like to add? Well, you know, it seems like uh, all three of us love our garlic. I mean, that is, um, that seems to be a common denominator here. So, you know, when you do your pasta, you can always throw garlic in your garlic, but, you know, in your garlic, um, throw your garlic in your pasta water and it'll enhance that pasta flavor with the garlic. Yes, it will. And I you know, had not thought about doing it with pasta. I do it with my potatoes sometime when I'm going to make mashed potatoes. Yeah. I'll just, you know, peel my garlic and just throw whole cloves in there and mm -hmm. just let it boil down with my potatoes. And then they get good and soft. And um, then, you know, when I make up my mashed potatoes, I get whipped in with the potatoes and call it good. And garlic, you know, when, if you were to eat it raw, it it's, has a peppery type flavor and it burns sometimes. Um, but once you start cooking it, oh, it gets so soft and it's just like eating candy. Um, when I do shrimp scampi, I'll put, I don't do cloves, I do it by the bulbs. So I'll put a couple of bulbs in my skillet with, along with a stick of butter and saute that. And um, it, it's, it's very yummy. I'd much rather have just the butter and the garlic <laughs> with the pasta for the scampi <laughs> instead of adding the meat to it. But that's one of nothing, Jason's favorite nothing dishes. Nothing wrong with that, girl. <laughs> All right. Well, since we don't have any other comments or questions, we'll go ahead and close out the call. Um, thank you all so much for joining us this evening. I want to say a special thank you to Kayla for being our hostess this afternoon. Thank you for taking time out of your afternoon to, um, to host for us. To Carrie, thank you for helping me with to facilitate. Herbie, thank you for cooking along and putting in your information as well. And to Michael Moran, I want to thank you for streaming for us on ACB Media. We do appreciate that. And to you, the participants, we appreciate you joining us because without you, we wouldn't have this call. Again, if you want to reach any of the cooks at ACB, you can send the email to acbcooks at gmail.com and I will forward that on to them for you. And if you want to receive our recipes, each week, you can send a blank email to acbcooks plus sign subscribe at groups.io. And that information is in the description of the call for tonight. To get a list of ingredients for each call, if you do not have email, you can call 662-443-2664 and get a recording of that, that ingredient list for the calls. All right, any more hands, Kayla, before we close it out? No, ma'am. All right. Again, thank you all for joining us. We will see you at the next community event. Y'all have a great afternoon.